As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, we are discussing things, stuff. I don't, I don't even have it open. It's, it's going to be fast and loose on this Apathetic Enthusiasm. Yes, on this Apathetic Enthusiasm, brought to you from the year 2022. It's been a while since we, we've talked to any of you. Or, or been a while. had you listen to us? Uh, because because Brandon has been kind of doing his own thing uh, and not really recording and doing. Yeah, he's a drifter, <laughs> wind. Uh, doing some D and D stuff with with John. Uh, he John Caulfield wanted to do a one shot with his current campaign, and I've been and I've been poking him for the last year or whatever, like. I'll let me come in. I'll do it. Yeah. Let me, let me come in. And eventually he, he relented and I'm like, okay, all right. Uh, created, created a character anyway. So I did that the last, uh, last couple of weeks and that was fun. That was fun. That's all there is Good. to say about that. Good. Appreciate the invite. Uh, Hey everybody. I'm Travis. <laughs> He's Brandon. <laughs> Welcome to hey. Apathetic Enthusiasm. This is the podcast where we hang out. We talk about the things that we've been doing. Uh, hopefully that's interesting to you. Otherwise, why why would you be here? Uh, we appreciate you being here. And if you want to keep up with us and all the things that we're doing over on social media, there are plenty of ways you can do that. Head over to Twitter at Apathusiast. I am at Jogomino. He is at Barnyard Cruise. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Apathetic Enthusiasm Show. Or send us an email with your thoughts, requests, suggestions over at Apathetic Enthusiasm Show at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are on Instagram, Apathetic underscore Enthusiasm. You can also find our website, apatheticenthusiasm.com where you can get this podcast plus Interdimensional RSS. Rounding the bases probably still has some episodes out there. <laughs> you know, dig, dig back into the vault if yeah. you're interested. Uh, you, you can find us live streaming over at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, normally on Monday nights, tonight on a Tuesday night, why don't you give us a follow over there on Twitch so you can always catch when we are going live and streaming new content uh, if you miss any episodes, you can go to youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm, where you can get video versions of all of our episodes. 
one final big thank you to all of the patrons over at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Thank you for supporting the show. If you would like to be a patron, head out over to that website and uh, yeah, join, join up, join, join the apathetic enthusiasm army, the yeah. home star me. We would, we would, we would absolutely, absolutely love to have you here. Uh, on app listening to apathetic enthusiasm if you like if you like rick and morty if you like any of those things please yeah. hang out hang out with us we you know, we Just we love friends <laughs> we'd really need you as a friend the um, reality is we're always in these chairs it's true the rest of the the whole week so it's true this is the only moment when we really like get out <laughs> and get to uh, communicate with everybody i i want i want to say for for our friends who are in the twitch uh, in, in throwing this out there for FOMO for people out there in the fold listening, uh, this episode is brought to you by Brandon's multicam, uh, where he has two cameras in the stream right now, one from his MacBook, one from his, from his webcam. And so I just really want to, I just really want to thank you for, for, for being part of the show and being, um, integral, um, to the success. Anyways, Travis, go, go ahead. Uh, what are we talking about today? <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's revisit a couple of past topics real quick. Uh, one <laughs> one of the things that we talked about in a previous episode is, of course, the Netflix blockbuster event that is Stranger Things season four. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks now since part two went live over on Netflix. And uh, we watched it. We watched both of them episodes. The The final season finale episode was like two hours long or something. It was, yeah. it was basically the length of a major motion picture. Uh, but yeah, it, we, we discussed where the show was going and what we thought of it uh, prior to that mid-season break. Now that the entire season is complete, Brandon, what are your thoughts on Stranger Things season four? I I have a I have a sincere feeling that most of this episode is going to be me talking at you while you figure out the next camera trick that you work on. No, and then you executing that as soon as I throw the ball back over to you. No, that's not that's not true at all. Uh, no, so the the Stranger Things stuff. Uh, you you started watching it before I did, and I knew that the episodes were so long in that that first what one through six episodes one through seven episodes whatever it was and it was seven seven episodes okay okay and 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 oftentimes when i'm people are are into a show already it's kind of daunting to be like oh crap now i gotta catch up and i've got to spend all of these these hours as it is knowing that the stranger things stuff each episode was you know basically an hour and a half a mini movie unto themselves I was I was hesitant to get into it, uh, but eventually I, I sat down with Chelsea and we watched an episode and then we watched another episode. And thankfully, I'm on vacation right now, so it made it a little bit easier to to to, to catch up. Um, and uh, we caught up just in time for episodes eight and nine to to be released. And um, so then then we, then we finished it up. Um, I will say about this season the first half when vecna is introduced and there's a lot more of a a horror aspect to it at at the start that i think starts to dwindle off as as it gets 
further into the season. Uh, and when I say dwindle, I also refer to some of the side plots that somehow are, are meant to tie back into the, 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 the main, the, the a plot. Um, those parts, especially binge watching, you're like, yeah, let me know more about what's happening in Russia. The Soviet nope. Union. <laughs> That's what I want to know more about. No Vecna stuff. Tell me more about the Soviet Union. Um, so that that stuff started to to wear on me a little bit. But I mean, overall, I thought I I don't know if it's recency bias or or what have you, but I feel like I enjoyed this season more than I enjoyed season three because I don't actually remember yeah. what happened in season three necessarily, other than the flashbacks. Uh, I I do feel like I, um, the the Russia scenes notwithstanding, um, I I did enjoy season four more. Um, I'm I I'm tempted to probably before the fifth and final season is released, go back and like rewatch seasons one through four, just to kind of set my reference for for all of it yeah i i I didn't do that with seasons three or four but i feel like season i don't know if it was like the recap that they showed before like on netflix like here's previously on stranger things uh prior to the season starting or what but i don't know i just i feel like season three didn't have the same feel for me um but season four like seemed to go back to basics and um I really liked it. I I, I wanna talk a little bit about Eddie, <laughs> right? <laughs> um yeah, uh-huh. because he's sort of the darling of of season four, right? If you if you're on social media and your algorithm looks anything like mine does, uh, a lot of the fans of the show really enjoyed Eddie, really enjoyed Eddie as a character and were just really distraught to see uh, Eddie's fate uh, at the end of the show. If, by the way, if you're not up to speed on Stranger Things four, sorry because uh, spoilers are happening. Uh, you have ha- you've had two weeks now, uh, so uh, <laughs> you you had your chance, and the internet already ruined it. So, so Eddie Eddie dies, right? Um, <gasps> oh shit! <sighs> I guess I'm not. I, I guess it. I'm not. I guess I'm not to that episode yet. Get out. thank you for listening everybody that's been our show um do you think he's dead um i mean the 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 speculation which is uh like oh well the bats don't kill with their bite but people can bleed out i mean the the one dude whatever that one kid uh, his 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 close friend is like it's Dustin, yeah. It's like right there with him. So it would it, it would hard for me to be like he's not he's not dead. Uh but the the speculation out there is that sticking with the whole D&D lore type thing, there's uh some character that is uh like works with the big bad uh who then turns good again eventually, something like that, whatever. I I mean I think he's dead. I'm okay with him being dead. Um, but um, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, what do you think? <laughs> uh, Cass. Cass the bloody handed. 
Is that, uh, yeah. is that mm-hmm. who it is? That's right. Yeah, so that is the vampiric apprentice of Vecna in D&D lore. So there's a lot of people holding out hope online that because bats were involved with his death, right? Um, you can almost you can almost call it no body, no death, sort of like he's definitely there. He's hurt, like he's dying um, in the scene. But then, like, we don't know what happens with that body. Does Dustin like somehow muscle him through that portal in the roof out of the upside down? Does he have to leave him in the upside down? Right? He's he's considered missing, right? Like his dad is putting up. A missing poster still his uncle at the, yeah. at the end of the episode so maybe maybe his body is still there and maybe he turns into a, va- a, a an upside down maybe, vampire maybe maybe dustin ate him right he was because he didn't get out of the upside down right away yeah, and he was hungry yeah you know nobody no death because he doesn't want to waste the flesh waste um, and whatnot exactly right yeah spare the rod yeah. spoil the appetite yeah so the gums mcgee is is the is the name in the chat that uh, <laughs> um yes yeah, oh, uncle not dad jeez thank you thank robbie you. i said you, i robbie. said i did correct travis low-key uh but travis yeah. didn't didn't notice that my my apologies um <laughs> but yeah so uh anyway he's gonna be a metallica vampire in season yeah. five so you know you know will... let, let me, let's talk let's talk about that briefly uh because because I'm about to, I'm about to turn 40 and uh, you, you know, you're, you're not too far behind. You're still, you know, you're a couple. I'm so five. young. I have my whole life ahead of me. Um, But I used to walk home from high school. Like singing, <laughs> singing master of puppets, like just humming it. Like I'm like, hmm, in the passion play, crumbling away. I'm your source. Anyway, uh, like not with a Walkman, not with a, a CD player, not with an MP3 player. You just, I just knew the lyrics and I was singing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that that I was 15. Yeah, <laughs> neighbors are just looking out the window like, <laughs> why is that kid? talking to himself while he walks home and there's just bats following me (laughs) just bats slowly following me (laughs) um but uh but like i've heard now block the sun from your (laughs) from your delicate skin yeah but now like uh, along with the kate bush uh running up that hill uh, gift of god or whatever it is where it is those two songs uh very popular now uh, and Master Puppets being very, very popular as well. Like the Kate Bush stuff, that was like, okay, people discovering that. And it's like, oh, whoa, people are discovering this new song. And, and to me, like that was, I wasn't very familiar with that song. And so I, I guess I could see that. It's more weird to me for Master of Puppets for people to be like, whoa, I'm discovering this song for the first time. That's weird to me. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> because that's because fair. that is my yeah. that is my song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I well, I guess um like Kate Bush has never licensed her music previously uh for like film or TV use. Um the Duffer brothers were very convincing in wanting to basically 
use that as the theme for the entire season, right? And tie that in with with Max's headphones and um, even some of like the epic uh, sequences in the last couple episodes, uh, you know, feature that music throughout. And so it really did become like the t- a part of the tone for the season. And, you know, kudos to them because not only did it make for uh you know great support for for the action and and all of the things they were doing but it's blown up that song on the charts like if you turn on like on spotify like a new music like hot new music playlist there's like an 80s song on there like you know and so kate bush is you know just bringing in those royalties good good for her um but but to your point like we we know like Metallica songs like from from our youth uh so it does expose it to a new generation sort of like um like Nirvana in the the new Batman movie right like um mm-hmm. um other, uh, you know songs that are maybe near and dear to us from our uh, adolescence or teenage years are now finding new life through uh you know being featured on movie soundtracks so. and, and, and I'm, I'm definitely okay with it it's just it's just a very odd thing to to think about yeah. um but uh anyway it, awesome awesome i'm 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 glad that metallica let uh, their music be licensed uh and ulrich uh old lars let it happen uh side note on the lars licensing stuff this last episode of westworld uh there was a enter sandman cover uh on there so sticking with that Metallica they're licensing just, train opening up their ideas about digital music. Now, maybe, maybe if Napster had only waited two decades, things could have been different. <laughs> it could have been, could have been different. Could've anyway, been different. so, so, so over, overall going into the, the season, um, some, some deaths, some, some pacing issues, I would say, um, sure. Fluff, uh, too much fat. They could have cut some fat, so to speak. Yeah. What would what would you have done differently if you were if you had all the time in the world to edit this this season? How would you make it better? Uh, probably forty to fifty percent of the Russia stuff just right out. Um, yeah, or completely rewritten. Like, if if we could get like Hopper out of Russia before the mid or like late season break even and have them be doing something back. Like I just, it wasn't compelling to me. It wasn't um, even like the reason for them being there with that, like sand mystic uh, the particles, right. That, that, that was supposed to be how they were helping from there. Right. It was, they were going to affect those particles, which is going to like weaken Vecna or something. None of that made sense to me. And I was just like, all right, this is more of just like, I don't know, some comic relief at times and uh, a love story that could have been done in a completely different way. And I I just, that none of that landed for me as, as much as the stuff with 11, like the backstory stuff with 11 and all of that and with one and turning into Vecna and all that, like, all in with that. I, I really like that. 
Um, over yeah. So overall, I thought it was a good season, but uh, I think there was fluff. Speaking of fluff, did you hear about the fan made recut of Obi Wan Kenobi? Um, where they trimmed down the what is it six episode season into one like two hour feature film. I have heard of that. Um, what what would you what would you like to discuss with that? Uh, just just people. Nothing, being... I just wanted to know if you'd heard of it. Yeah. And, and, and... Do you think Do you think Obi Wan would have been better as a movie? Um. Do I think it would have been better as a movie? I don't know if I. I don't know if it would have been better as a movie. I because I didn't dislike it. So. Touche. Um. I. I... I don't know this, this I'm trying to figure out how I feel about it. I feel like it's (laughs) like entitlement to be like, see, I could have done it better. Um, And then, and then people don't do it better. But all right. Yeah. I, I think it would have been a really great star Wars movie. Um, I like it as a series. I, I will probably re- rewatch it as a series. And it's one of the only times my wife has watched um, a collection of Star Wars content with me willingly. So um, all good things. Uh, finally, in our, in our last bit of recap of old stories, uh, th- uh, the end of Diablo uh, is, <laughs> is how you have this written. Uh, we, we spent a little bit of time a few weeks ago talking about Diablo Immortal, uh, which is the free-to-play version of Diablo that was released about a month ago. And uh, pay-to-win, pay-to-play type type deal there. They have battle passes. They have uh, four-purchase items where you can buy uh, better gems, which create upgraded gear and things like that. Uh, Brandon and I really got into this game very early in its release, both of us bought the battle pass initially and I will say over the last four to five days of that battle pass, I still had like six or seven levels uh, that I needed to unlock. And I was playing a crap ton of that game, (laughs) like morning to night, uh, just going through bounties, clearing dungeons, joining random groups, playing a ton to the point where I was like, I'm really liking this game. Like I'm having fun with it. I'm doing all these things. This is awesome. Uh, And then I maxed out the battle pass and have played about five minutes of the game since. (laughs) I don't know about you, Brandon, but is, is it the end of Diablo? Like does there's still plenty that they're going to open up in the game to try to keep people involved, keep people engaged. Uh, higher paragon levels are going to open up other things as well. Uh, here's 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 what I here's what I say about it. Here's how I know that I'm done with Diablo when uh, I get little little notifications on my phone and it says traveler adventurer. There's new monsters to slay in sanctuary. We need your help. And I go. Eh, yeah, ignore that. Swipe to dismiss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. Because I, I haven't played since I played with you. Uh, and I, I, I think the last thing I wanted to do on that game was take part in a, 
like a raid or whatever it was with like the the PvP a, a, the, a shadow war. Yeah, shadow war. That was the last thing I wanted to to do really. And I did that and I said, "Okay, well, that was cheap." <laughs> uh, I guess yeah. I don't guess I don't need to do that anymore. And and honestly, if I log in now, I'm probably click, uh kicked from that clan for inactivity. Same but, same. No, uh, I think I still had I still like had rank in that in mind the last time I checked, mm, but it's mm. only been like a week, so yeah. But I'm sure it'll change. Um, there's there's a possibility I will continue to play it off and on, but I didn't buy the second battle pass, and yeah, part and of it going was to. because I didn't really like the cosmetic gear that you unlock with it. So yeah, I just I didn't. Eh, I don't know. I did I did enjoy going through dungeons. Um, I kind of I kind of wanted the 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 battle pass to level up faster, and and I leveled up yeah. to sixty already, and yeah, yeah. Paragon levels and sure whatever, but I'm like oh the the rewards I I felt were just like oh cool let me get another non legendary gem <laughs> at the next level, uh that that type of stuff where I'm like I don't. And, uh, and I've unlocked cool gear outside of the battle pass in like, but I realized, and it was, it was the few times playing without the battle pass where so much of the like daily type things that it in entices you to do, right. Go run an elder rift, go do these bounties, mm-hmm. go clear this dungeon. All of that is tied to additional points for your battle pass and listen you get the battle pass for free technically you just get the like the lower tier one right so you can't get the paid additional unlocks so so that carrot is still technically there but it's a smaller carrot for you to keep working towards and keep unlocking things and 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 continue to progress in the game i i honestly think the weekend of me just binge playing to try and max out the previous battle pass, maybe just gave me a little bit of burnout. And so I don't know, maybe a week away will, will cause me to get bored enough to where I'll revisit sanctuary. And, (laughs) uh, I don't know when I'm sitting in, it is, it is a great game to have on your mobile device. Yeah. I will say that if you're stuck in a waiting room, you know, you're, I don't know, in traffic or something. I don't know. Like <laughs> this podcast is not approved of playing video games. While you, you can though. You can though, but, but it's not legal. Yeah. It's yeah. Unless you, uh, unless you're the yeah, passenger, if you're the passenger, it, it's, it's perfectly legal, but don't be driving. Don't. Yeah. Definitely don't not be driving while you're playing this game. Absolutely. Don't not be driving. When you're playing. <laughs> um anyway it's yeah. diablo's out there if you're playing uh our and and i think our war band only has three people in it so yeah. um, and to be and to, and to be clear it was fun it was a very very fun game great uh, time enjoyed it but you know like it's it's a game that you, it's just it's it's developed to keep you grinding to higher levels higher levels but the core gameplay never actually changes so but isn't that Diablo in general? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Diablo in, ge- in general. And when Diablo four or five, Diablo four, uh, when that when that comes out, 
then I will play the heck out of it for a short period of time, for like a month, <laughs> and then and then and be then done we'll with stop it. Stop playing it completely because the game is the game is the game is fun. Uh, but at a certain point in time, you're like, I don't need to grind anymore because there's no new content. I'm just I'm grinding the same dungeons and the same but I monsters. Want a piece of green gear for the set. Yeah, yeah. So I'll play the same dungeon. 800 times <laughs> and hope that I get the piece of gear I want. And, and you know, we're on episode 214 of this podcast, uh, over a hundred episodes of the Rick and Morty podcast. And just like that, I don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and that's why this is the last. No, I'm just kidding. Congratulations. Um, uh, all right. That's, that's it for Diablo. If you like Diablo, if you still, um enjoy playing it send us an invite to your uh, clan uh <laughs> so long as it's uh shadows and not immortals because otherwise oh we're not about that life yeah uh let's 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 move into new business yeah shadows let's, enough, let's, let's not... talk about let's talk about shadows real quick so i was <laughs> that's yeah. right raid shadow legends this episode is brought to you by <laughs> raid it's not it's not we, we were... they don't pay us they don't they don't nope. sponsor us don't nope. play that game no nope. don't nope Please don't, please don't do it. We were talking about uh, some aspects of Diablo, talking about like the Shadow War and all that type of stuff. Un- completely unrelated, with the exception of Shadow in the name of it, over on the Xbox. Shadow knows. <laughs> <laughs> Alec Baldwin in his greatest role. Uh, the Xbox came out, uh, Xbox Game Pass, they came out with the... The, the Shadowrun trilogy, uh, which is a CRPG. I don't actually know what the C stands for. Uh, originally on the PC over on Steam, uh, it is now on the Xbox Game Pass. And this is a, it's a game that's way more along the lines of like Baldur's Gate or Neverwinter Nights. Uh, not the MMORPG, but uh, the, the original uh, Neverwinter Nights, where it's kind of isometric uh it gets into like some turn-based combat uh there's lots of text not there's not there's not voice um and it goes it goes through branching dialogue and you have a party of uh characters that you can kind of command them to do certain things i downloaded originally when this game came out i think it came out like 2014 2015 uh i played it on steam and I got bored. I was like really excited for Shadowrun to come out, uh, and then they got bored and and stopped playing it. Uh, and so when when it came on Game Pass, I'm like, okay, I'm on vacation. I'm going to play through at least one of these games now on vacation. Going back in time briefly, there was a Shadowrun game for the Sega Genesis that I always tried to get into. I rented it a few times and never got very far into it. But Shadowrun was always a fascinating kind of game for me. Uh, when I worked at Vaughn's at Safeway, supermarket, whatever, I worked with this guy, Clint, and he talked about sh- playing Shadowrun. It's basically like D&D. It's, a, it's like a cyberpunk D&D game. And it always sounded so, so cool to me. So playing that Sega Genesis game, talking to Clint about Shadowrun, uh, it being like D and D related, I've always really been hip, <laughs> hip, uh, keen yeah. to, uh, to, to be in this cyberpunk. Like it's what attracts me to that thing. So anyways, I started playing Shadowrun, uh, Dragonfall, 
uh, which is the second game of the trilogy. And uh, I, I, I played the hell out of that thing, man. I, I, I knocked it out in like three days and it's not a short game either. And it's lots of reading <laughs> with like after a while, you're like, click, 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 like, I have, I have some that. gameplay footage up on the screen. So is it sort of like that, like an isometric kind of like, um, I, I don't know, top, not top down view, but like angled like view yeah. of this and you're like running. Okay. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. I have never heard of this game before no. right now. <laughs> have you, have you never heard of Shadowrun in general? No, I've I've never oh. never ever gotten into it or, or known about it. Yeah, so 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 Shadowrun originated as a tabletop role playing game, just as same as D and D, and it takes place in this cyberpunk world. And so there's there's orcs, there's trolls, there's elves, there are all those those things, but it's in a futuristic landscape. And uh, there's we're kind of like. Um, uh cyberpunk 2020 whatever like in it kind of with that feel or blade runner ish yeah, sure, sure 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 uh run by corporations and there there's a a kind of sub game in there where the shadow runners which is like these teams of of mercenaries they can also hack into systems and okay. uh so then there's like this internet aspect of it like breaking in and hacking into systems and uh when you go into a system it has a persona. It has your persona, your digital persona in there. And it's basically continuing on with that, uh, similar style isometric combat. Hmm. It's cool to me. Hmm. Cool to me. Uh, enjoy the game. Look at, looking at the gameplay. It looks, I mean, it looks kind of cool. You said it's out on game pass. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, and I just, I just started Shadowrun Hong Kong last night. Hey, um, all right, cool. So, yeah. Are there, is it is it a a series that is still being like developed or is it is it all just old stuff? I mean, sort of. Uh, um the the Hong Kong one came out I think maybe 2018 or 2019. I don't think they're making any new games for it, but yeah. There was a there was like a first person shooter uh kind of like Overwatch-ish uh Shadowrun game uh that came out maybe about 6 to 8 years ago. That wasn't necessarily super successful, but um, they keep making Shadowrun stuff, uh, like trying to break it into a, a much broader audience, but I don't think they've been successful so far. Uh, finally, on this topic, if you had two guesses for what the, sti- for what the C stood for in CRPG, what would be your guesses? Cyber? <laughs> nope. Damn, no. Oh, so uh, I don't want to guess the second one character <laughs> no it originally stood for uh computer oh so computer rpg uh because back in the day that was a unique thing right um but over time the term classic rpg uh is also become popular because the early crpgs uh are now becoming classic games so um but originally you see crpg stood for computer interesting thank thank you for that that is good You're that welcome. is good to know You're welcome that's what you come here for on apathetic <laughs> enthusiasm your your random trivia and knowledge uh well we'll move from one uh cyberpunk uh you know post-apocalyptic landscape to another 
with yet another TV series uh, currently being released. That is, of course, Westworld. Oh, yeah. Season what? Four? Season four. Yeah, we're in season four of it now. When was the last time I watched Westworld? (laughs) I think I watched some season two. I, I, I feel like I feel like you got through season two. Did I get through season two? Yeah, maybe I did. Maybe I, I don't. Did. I don't think you I didn't watch a lick of three though. <laughs> did you didn't see uh, what's his face from Breaking Bad? You didn't see any episodes with him? No, on I, it? I did. Okay, so you've seen an, yeah. so you've seen at least an episode of season three. Maybe I just saw trailers for it. Oh. I don't know. Mm, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> anyway, that's enough Westworld. Bob's Burgers, the movie, Bob's, now oh, available yeah. on HBO. Uh-huh. I, haven't, I do haven't plan seen, on watching. Haven't seen a lick of it. <laughs> I, I do plan on watching that over the next couple of days. But tell me about Westworld season four. Oh, uh, how's how's the show going? Yeah, so here here here's how I jumped back into Westworld because I I watched two episodes maybe of season three, and I don't know why I didn't I didn't stick with it. Maybe it was Westworld burnout. Um, maybe it was like, I wasn't ready to get back into like trying to being mind fucked all the time. Like I wasn't really quite ready for that. So I don't know why I, I, I skipped season three. Uh, but as it kept going on, the reviews of it were, were not great. And I was like, oh, well, the rest world will never, will never be a thing again. Why, why I shouldn't watch it now. Uh, but then news of a season four came out. I'm like, Oh, Oh, well shoot. HBO max comes out. They released the the new season. And I think, well, let me, let me at least go back to Wikipedia and find out what happened in season three. The old Brandon way to watch. I, I wanted a recap. I didn't want to watch season three. I just wanted to just tell me what happened. And I think that's the best way to experience season three because what I what I've what I've read season three is very linear. It, it it didn't have all that that mind fuckery in in it as uh, seasons one and season two had, and so, um, like you could read the summary and be like, okay, I followed everything that happened, and it being a good primer for you to come into season four. So season four started, uh, and it's it's good. Uh, it's three it's three episodes in now. Uh, there is, they aren't like still in the theme park, right? Like no. it's like way, way out of that now. No. Yeah. 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 So season three, they're out of the theme park entirely. It's in yeah. the real world and Dolores is doing something. Uh, and then a Charlotte, uh, clone, but it's actually a clone of Dolores in Charlotte's body. Who's, uh, uh, she's married to uh, Taika Waititi. They're, Anyways, stuff happens in there that entire season. Uh, fake Dolores turns bad, and then Del- main Dolores sacrifices herself, and then uh, Breaking Bad dude and Tandy Newton, they survive. Blah, 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 blah. Bernard survives. Season four rolls around. Uh, three episodes in, we finally see Bernard, see what he's been up to. Uh, Dolores is back the the actress who plays Dolores but she's not an actual Dolores she's uh playing a character named Christine and so we don't know what the deal is with her but like Christine is is in like a kind of video game place where she's developing narratives for characters uh and there's some there's some shady stuff there 
uh, there's the mind fucker is back, but I'm ready for it this time. I'm good. I'm good with it. <laughs> the, You're emotionally the, prepared for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they are back in the park, but that's, Oh, that, that may be a draw for me. <laughs> uh, so I, I do, I do, I do recommend it. If you, if you skip season three for whatever reason, so far season four has been pretty solid. And that theme music, that, even if, even if the show itself sucks, that, I always sit through the opening credits because it's just how that that theme builds on itself and automate it, uh, automates itself uh, is is it's just very 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 cool. Um, yeah, I I'll have to give it a give it a shot once I'm I'm done watching Bob's Burgers and <laughs> Last Night in Soho uh, now streaming on. Uh, HBO Max as well. Watch it again. So, it's very good. Yeah, I I do intend. I do intend to perfect sound to watch design. Perfect perfect sound design. <laughs> uh, also, what is it? End of the world or yeah, world's the, end the or... world's end. Not world's at end. not at world's end. I kept getting that confused, but that's a that's a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yeah, at world's yeah. end. The world's end is the other Edgar Wright film with Simon Pegg. All right. Cool. We watch that. Too. Uh, any <laughs> any other Westworld thoughts? No, no, none at all. All right. Well, let's move into new business. Uh, <laughs> we are already new business. That's a joke. Um, let's talk about the world around us, or really the world uh, beyond us, not or beyond us, right? Um, <laughs> ooh, the great beyond. Uh, that's right. The James Wub. Wub. James, James Wubba Dub Dub Telescope. Wubba Lubba Space Tubba. Um, yeah, James Webb Space Telescope. It's we got picks. Uh we have I don't okay. Rate your level of excitement prior to these picks coming out. Um one to ten, I'll say I'll say like three. Cause I'm like, oh, okay. like we've seen. Did not we, care at all. Like we've seen, we've seen the universe. We've seen pictures of the universe. Like, been what? there, seen them. Yeah. All right. Uh, make me excited, NASA. <laughs> yeah. Impress me. Press. Mm. This is this is this impression is your oyster. Uh, just show me what you got. Show me what you got. Um, after after I saw the 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 first images. I'm like, oh my god, that's a, that's a, it's a like not excited, but just like an awe, like an awe, I guess I could say, yeah, like yeah, those images. I, like, I I will say I saw the first one that got released, um, like a, a night or two ago, mm-hmm. and like it really it really was fascinating how much this telescope is able to capture in such an even small percentage of the night sky, right? Or, you know, from, from, from a given point, mm-hmm. the amount of space that's out there, um, that it's use of ultraviolet, uh, photography to be able to capture galaxies, some of the first galaxies ever and that are so far away that they're actual like normal light doesn't get to us anymore and things like that um it's 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 insane right but i'm like that's that's cool but like the picture itself was kind of like all right it's just like a lot of a lot of cool dots 
Um, <laughs> swirly dots. There's some swirly I'm dots. Trying to see if that one's on here. Yeah, that was this one. This was this was the the, the image that I have up on the stream, right? Um, but this image and of, of the I, uh, of the cosmic cliffs. Yes, looks like the cover of a like a sci-fi book a sci-fi novel right yeah like like i'm gonna i'm gonna probably take this image and make it like our <laughs> our thumbnail for this video um and i'll just put some titles over it and then like it'll it'll be good it'll look like it's probably copyrighted or something <laughs> yeah. can't it, I, it's just i can't use it but that that that's what that's what gets me is like we we've seen we've seen art like this, right? We've yeah. seen renditions of art like this, but this is it's an actual image. Like that's that's what it actually that's what it actually looks like. That we shot something into space, and it it's traveling however fast and capturing these images. And sending those images back to us, back to our our, our peeps here on Earth, uh, is, I mean, just the the technology and the awe, and um, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy to see that. It's crazy to think, to to not to not think. It's crazy to me for anybody to be like, well, yeah, but we're still alone, <laughs> and like the. The no, possibilities, the possibilities of of nothing else existing out there, basically zero at the at this point in time, based on based on these images, you know. Yeah. The what are, what are the, what do people keep saying? It's like if you stood and took a grain of sand, right, and held it out like at arm's length away from you up to the night sky, that. What that grain of sand is covering is like how much of that original image that was released is showing. Like that's how, so all of the stuff that's like all of the stars, the galaxies, everything that's in that, it's just, it is, it's, it's mind boggling to, to comprehend how much there is. And, um, yeah, so it's it's really cool. It's like it's a cool like human moment, right? Mm -hmm. To be like, oh, we successfully took a super delicate, <laughs> you know, structure, launched it off of our rock out into <laughs> out into the nothing, and now we're using it to take pictures, and that people are gonna use as their like, you know, Facebook wallpapers and stuff. Like it's, <laughs> it's really it's it's really special. You know, when you think about it. Yeah. How many, how many, how many Twitter accounts do you think people are making now for James Webb, <laughs> the, tel the telescope itself, as if it's an actual person? I'm sure there's so many bots already. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, uh, you're right. Uh, no, but so, so this is, this is awesome. And I'm, I'm really interested to see how they, like what comes next, like what, what we continue to see because they're, they're not just gathering the, the images, right? They're gathering data. Uh, oh, yeah. Like they, they uh, talked about um, seeing like the makeup of, of certain, you know, galaxies, solar systems, whatever uh, in like, you know, traces of what 
could be steam or, 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 uh, water, uh, you know, that it's just fascinating how they developed this. I mean, I, I programmed an Excel spreadsheet. So I feel like maybe I'm like one step behind the engineers. Yeah, that it's developed tumbling, this. tumbling. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, if they ever need a certified uh, scrum product <laughs> owner, you can call me up. So. Yeah. Yeah. If they need a, a scrum master certified uh, professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are your guys? Go ahead and bring us on the team we'll wear the white pajamas the in the clean suits yeah 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 yeah. we'll uh i'll do uh, i'll do some customer interviews you know i'll prioritize your backlog <laughs> ruthlessly i'll prioritize your nasa backlog uh i got weird uh <laughs> well congratulations to nasa and mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Uh, and the James Webb Space Telescope team and uh, and humanity for, for all your hard work. Well, and, well done. And speaking Everything of, else is awful, but this no, is great. No, you, you can't say that because Iron Chef just came out with a new season on Netflix. So not, not everything is awful. What? Iron <laughs> Chef is on Netflix now? Yeah. You didn't, you didn't hear about this? You didn't, no. I missed it when I was watching Stranger Things. <laughs> yes, Iron Chef is back with a brand new season only on Netflix.com. Um, yeah, you can't watch it on your phone. You can only go <laughs> to the web browser. And- yeah, but only through like a like a Roku TV uh, yeah. browser. Um, but yeah, so Iron Chef is back. Uh, Alton Brown is back to host with, uh, I forget her first name, uh, but, uh, her last name is Kish, uh, doing some co-hosting, uh, three judges, uh, one guest judge, um, two primary other judges and a new slate of, of Iron Chefs. Um, Mark, Marcus Samuelson might be the only one that I, have recognized from from anything else and i think that might be from chopped not necessarily iron chef but uh yeah and then of course the chairman the chairman is, is back as well uh to, sure. to to host things are you curtis a stone is one of the iron chefs yeah do you know do you know who curtis stone is i do because he used to host a cooking show that my wife and i used to watch um I do not remember what it's called, but the premise of it is he would go to grocery stores, right? And he would be like wandering around the grocery store and then he would pick out some unsuspecting person. Uh, Someone that's like shopping, like maybe they're in the produce section and they're looking for certain things and they don't seem to know what they want or whatever. And then he would talk to them and be like, hey, are you like cooking for something special? Are you doing, you know, and then he would offer to buy their groceries if he could go with them back to their house and cook the food for them. So like they would do the cooking show in these random people's houses uh, and he would use their kitchens with whatever equipment's in there and things like that. So it was kind of a cool premise because it would show what, what is possible, like if you... Uh, if you took took home take home chef that's the name of the show take home chef um but uh yeah and he like he's not in a kitchen like a like a, a restaurant kitchen with all sorts of fancy gadgets or anything but he can take what you have and still make a really 
you know, impressive meal or things like that. Mm. So that's cool. But I mean, it seems like a good guy, but uh, I didn't know he was an iron chef. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know the logistics of how people actually become iron chefs. Is there an accreditation process for becoming an iron <laughs> yeah. chef? Yeah. Do you have to take a test? Is it is it like a three hour test, like a written exam? <laughs> and you have you just, to. You just have to convince Alton Brown. Yeah. He's, you sit down in a room. Uh, it's just two steel chairs, nothing on the walls. It's completely bare. And uh, Alton Brown just looks at you for an hour <laughs> and then decides. Um, yeah, he's an Iron Chef. And if you say anything about any food or preparation, he stops you, he corrects you, and then he asks you to leave. <laughs> you're you're not one yeah. of us. That's that's what happened to Bobby Flay. That's a, <laughs> that that's he Bobby Flay kept losing against his challengers. Uh obviously not a not a great cook. Um but yeah, so 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 Iron Chef is is out there. Uh eight episodes. We we watch it at dinner time uh, every every night. Uh, we have one episode to go, but it, it's pretty good. Like they, this season is like the uh, it's like the battle for the iron knife or whatever. Uh, and yeah. so what is it? It looks like a three D printed knife with bad yellow spray paint. It on doesn't it. look it doesn't look great. No, um, it looks very 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 cheesy but the idea is that each challenger throughout the season uh is going up against an iron chef and whoever the best challenger is throughout the season will then go up against all five of the iron chefs at, uh, in the in the finale and uh they they do they do throw some some curveballs in a couple of different episodes uh they like one episode is actually two iron chefs versus two other iron chefs so there's no challenger there it's kind of a filler episode, but it's still kind of cool. It's still cool to, to watch. Right. Um, there's special ingredients, obviously. Uh, one episode had two challengers versus one Iron Chef. Um, so they do, they do, you know, try to Mixing try to keep it, it interesting, it up. keeping it fresh. But it's not on Food Network, so there's no advertisements or anything like that. So you don't have to like. It's not be like, all right, when we come back on Iron Chef, and then you go to a commercial. It's it's a very cleanly paced you know, 30, 40 minutes in out. Like, cool. I, I, hmm. I'm, I feel fulfilled, <laughs> satiated, if you will. <laughs> All right. Uh, how, how would it compare to say, uh, this, uh, current season of Holy Moly, uh, which is huh. preparing to have its championship uh, episode here, uh, this week. Look, Holy, there's no, there's no comparison. Holy moly just is 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 the only game that matters in this world. I I I could die tomorrow uh after watching the finale, the season finale of Holy Moly and and just and just be happy. Like, you know, people say everybody dies alone, but if I could die while watching the season finale of Holy Moly, I don't think I ever truly was alone. <laughs> So can I tell you that Hulu is um, trying to work their algorithm, right? And one of the only things I've been watching on Hulu lately is Holy Moly. <laughs> like, I'll be, it's it's the show I put on when, like, I'm folding towels. I'm just like, I don't know what to watch. Eh, oh, there's a new episode of Holy Moly. Throw it on, sure. And it's great. I love it. But there was, an, like, a special 
that ABC put out, oh. which was <laughs> the like American foster dog competition or whatever, which was basically the premise was it was like a professional dog show, dog competition, but only with dogs that were in like shelters or whatever. Oh. So that it was trying to promote um like shelter dogs and dog adoption. Great idea, sure. Um the only reason it came up in my recommendations was because the commentators for this <laughs> show were Rob Riggle and uh Joe Tessator. Right, Joe Tessator, right? So I was like, hey, it's the dream team, right? I'll check it out. It's not holy moly. The show is not holy moly. It's no, it's no, it's no. Uh, I, I got, I got to like one ad break and was like, yeah, all right. Well, I, this isn't just, just not the, just not the same. Like not the comedy is not there. There's, I mean, it has its moments, but for the most part, it's not people doing absurd challenges <laughs> while trying to play miniature golf. So it's like, hey, which dog is the cutest? Um, so it just doesn't have the same kind of impact. Sure, but, sure. Uh, but if, if you, you know, if you, was... what what I would say is, if you really want dog show based comedy, please go Christopher Guest's Best in Show. Best in Show, a favorite movie of mine. Yeah, so good, so good. So. Um, okay, because well, I I keep I kept seeing the the dog show <laughs> show on Hulu. Like, Should I try it? Yeah. Uh, no, no, you maybe. shouldn't. That won't won't do. Instead of watch Holy Moly, uh, which is airing, which aired today, but won't be on Hulu until tomorrow, which is when we'll watch it. Uh, Speaking of things I'll watch tomorrow on Hulu, what we do in the shadows, new season. Ooh, (laughs) so such a good, such a good show. Did I mean, I know I've brought it up on the show. Did you watch Our Flag Means Death? I watched an episode or two. It was all right. It was all right. I I did. I didn't stick with it, obviously, but uh, it was. I enjoyed it. You're more of a vampire than a pirate guy. That's fine. <laughs> well, yeah. I think that's. I think that defines our 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 personalities oh, differences pretty pretty clearly. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there that's you have it. it. We have we have weaseled our way into another hour of entertainment content. It's yeah. definitely content. I, I I can't say whether or not it was entertainment. No, no. And so what we're going to do next is uh, we're going to please we're going to send you uh, put out out on Twitter um, just a form that you need to fill out if you want to tell us how you think we did or what we could do to improve. Uh, please. Put your email into this form, right? And we'll reach out to you and we'll do one-on-one interviews with you. Uh, just to, you know, kind of you know, gain your insight. We're gonna try and develop sort of a persona that mm-hmm. that represents who you are as a listener, and then take that persona and develop sort of like a listener journey into how you go about your day and interact with this podcast and 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 the emotional fluctuations that may be involved in that yeah and then taking this information will 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 i don't know populate some sort of backlog of items in the future that we can prioritize and then deliver on an iterative basis uh i don't know every one to two weeks uh 
Uh, yeah, and and we'll and we'll we will sit you down and we'll ask you questions like, how disappointed would you be on a scale from one to five if we did not have any more episodes of this show? And base based off that in that input, we will uh, develop redevelop some hypothesis uh, and, and and really you know figure out how we can improve the show, create a better product for you the listener <laughs> and that is you know, we our, are like we're totally joking about it but leveraging like scrum ideas into how we develop this podcast isn't the worst idea it's not it's not the worst idea on. we you we have a trello so everyone who's listening <laughs> travis went, went this, through. this is this is definitely deep cut <laughs> like post-show content so uh if you love this kind of discussion make sure you're following on twitch.tv slash uh, but for the, but anyway for the, we, we for, have a trello for those who are listening right now you're you're stuck with us uh but so travis went travis went to a class a course got certified this week i just finished reading a book uh, the lean product playbook playbook uh playbook playbook uh, working on our our scrum, our pro- our product management skills, and and so it's 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 big on there. But we talk about this podcast. There's a lot of when I'm reading things or in these classes, I'm thinking about like the website. I'm thinking about the podcast. I'm thinking about how we market the podcast. All these all these things, right? Uh, and I think back when we started doing Trello stuff, we wanted to reorganize the website and and re-enhance the website we wanted to figure out the marketing piece we wanted to do all these things or even like uh when we had this initial thought of doing like a telethon type of thing right all of that still stuff in the backlog still in the backlog all that all that kanban stuff over on trello Does, in retrospect now that you're like reading into all this stuff like do you appreciate like what we were trying to do more like or or does it does it still like I mean, because you weren't like against it when we when we did it the first time, like you supported it. No, yeah, no, no. I, I, I was I was for it back then. I even even though I haven't done that stuff, still I feel so much more knowledgeable about what the intent is. Like maybe not more knowledgeable, but more like I've reinforced the concepts because I've read more. Uh, and seen it in action more lately uh, than I did when we were initially putting out that Trello stuff a couple of years yeah. back. Cool. cool, cool, cool. Well, shoot, we're gonna we're gonna get into it hardcore now. <laughs> we got all this time. Anyway, uh, that's our show. Thanks for listening. Right, if bye. you <laughs> didn't didn't follow us at the beginning, uh, go follow us on things. Uh, say hi. Let us know how you're doing. And and we love hearing about. Uh, what you like and don't like about the show. So if you're new here and you just started listening, uh, make sure you head over to uh, whatever podcatcher you use and uh, rate, review this podcast. If you're watching on iTunes, uh, watching on iTunes, Brandon is super distracting right now. And you would know that if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, so you can uh, yeah leave a comment, like, uh, subscribe, do all those fun things. And uh, and stick around if you, if you're if you're in the Twitch because uh, we will do that Twitch post show immediately following this. Uh, Brandon is playing patty cake with himself, <laughs> and uh, and I'm Travis. And, uh, yeah, that that's fun. Hey, thanks everybody for for listening, uh, and uh, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.